Freddy's dead. You guys should have watched Streets of Fire. I, I did. You did? I, I did. I didn't finish it, though, because I was really sleepy. It was cool, though. It's it was cool. I, I did get a little bit dull in the middle. Yeah, it gets a little um, dull. I, I think part of that's because, like, my only beef with that movie is that it is kind of like a musical, but it it, it, it has more like, oh, if someone falls asleep and they dream of her having her concert or whatever. But so it's like... It's not like a musical where there's like people no, breaking. I was musical. kind of hoping that like they would break out the, a song or something. Yeah, like like Willem Dafoe and his gang. I thought it was gonna be like, well, I'm Willem Dafoe and <laughs> you I know. like this song. Why would he say he was Willem Dafoe? <laughs> well, my name is Willem, and I'm here to say. <laughs> I mean, he was a, a shirtless man in leather in black leather yeah. overalls. I mean, I he, love that the voice that you came up with for Willem Dafoe God, was just Willem a Dafoe. fucking goblin. There, there's a, he basically well, is. Green goblin. Yeah, there's there another podcast I listened to where they talk about him a lot for some reason and that's the voice that they always Apparently, give him they had to give him a fake cock because it was so big in antichrist it was distracting his actual one his actual cock so wait how'd they give him a fake one they probably his... tucked it under his cheeks or something mm, gotcha yeah he just like tucked it in like you know like drag queens do and then he they had a fake one attached so yeah yeah I we were look it. we were looking up who had the biggest dongs in hollywood recently i think it's because we were re-watching who put together that list and how do they know all of those dongs? well that's the know. thing yeah how do you I mean, just do a paparazzi who are they, focuses are they volunteering? on dogs. I think somebody are they volunteering this information themselves? Like, hey, I just want to submit mine. It's a uh, six and a hey, half. It's me, inch. Willem Dafoe. Oh, got a huge I, I remember, dick. I remember why I read this because we were watching Blade for the nineteenth time, and, and you're like, how big is Wesley Snipes' dick? We were, like, we were for the like, 19th I, time. I bet Wesley yeah. Snipes has a massive cock. <laughs> so we looked it up, and apparently he does. And we read this article about a woman apparently who slept with him. Does. And she said that after they slept together, it, it's the, <laughs> somebody. I want your thousand words on this. Wesley Snipes' dick. Some, okay. She said anyway. something like after they, they had slept together, it felt like her body was hollow or something. Jesus. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> or like some entity had left her body. <laughs> Out of everybody, though. Some I, motherfuckers is always trying to ice skate uphill. Yep. Uh, Steven Dorf, man, he's great. Yeah, I had no idea. Though. I had no idea he was so uh, so good, such a legit good actor. Uh, he's fantastic as Deacon Frost in Blade. What more did you need to know? Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> he's really good in Fear.com. Uh, when when are you guys going to start True Detective? Because it's killing me. I have to. I mean, is it over now? As soon as yep. I finish Umbrella It ended Academy. Sunday. I just looked Sunday. up Blade's dick instead of Wesley Snipes' dick. <laughs> he basically is. That's the thing. I is mean, like, yeah. If they try to reboot Blade, like, how the hell are they going to cast anybody Biggest else? Biggest penis you've yeah. ever seen, is okay. what she said. I mean, did he pay her to say this? This, the the this thing is though, suspect. Willem Dafoe, like you know, because if, if you've seen Willem Dafoe's dick, <laughs> he's he's such a strange oh, looking man that there's no way that it's not huge. He had to get compensated. She somehow. said yeah. it was it was as if she didn't exist after they <laughs> fucked. Is that a good thing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, horrible. I really don't know. Uh, <laughs> so it warns me off of ever having sex with Wesley Snipes. Good to know, dude. He's gonna be so upset. Yeah, he know. was really we hoping. Break it to him yeah, via yeah, text. Yeah. Well, we didn't get our silence in, but That's hey, right, what's whatever. going on? Welcome to the Horrible <laughs> Podcast, where we bring you uniquely face value reviews of horror movies. Tonight, uh, believe it or not, is not Blade's Dick themed. If only. Uh, oh, sorry. Next week. Next week. Um, <laughs> this week, 
uh, is going to be a Nightmare on Elm Street uh, theme. We're going to be doing the latter three of the entire franchise. The dregs. The dregs, I guess Maybe. you could say. Um, we're doing five, <laughs> six, and seven. Five being Dream Child, six being Freddy's Dead, and uh, seven being Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Um, yeah, uh, we watched Freddy's Dead recently, uh, uh, late at night when we were all drunk, had a good time, a friend of the podcast recommended it, um, thank you, Whisker, and, uh, we decided, yeah, let's round it out with the other two, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what we're doing today, my name's Devin here with the co-hosts, I got Dylan, Bluster's not here. Yeah, fuck him. Bluster's dead. He's an idiot. Also, Tiny's dead. Tiniest dick on the cast, I'll I'll tell you that. Out of all the celebrities out there. When he uh, fucked me, it's like I did exist. (laughs) Oh wow! <laughs> and oh, if, no. if it's Bluster, that's just that's yeah, horrible. That's yeah, terrible. No, I love Bluster. I miss him. He's had a uh, rough week, so he is bowing out on this one. He picked a bad week to bow out. I feel like because uh, I feel like it might be like I don't know required watching yes. to for us to have all seen Nightmare on Elm Street, which I don't think we've done all of them. Well, I think we finally. I don't think any of us had ever seen. I think all we of finally them. rounded out the entire franchise. Well, here, here's the thing about Bluster, right? if he watched all these, it wouldn't matter because he'd forget them anyway. That's true. Yeah. So next time someone says, like, have you seen Nightmare on Elm Street? He's going to go, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but I, I do feel bad for him there because uh, I think we've said for a long time that this is probably the strongest of the, oh, yeah. the major yeah, franchises we'll and we basically had that. to put our money where our mouth is and, like, watch the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see how we come out on that. But. Manton, what do you think? I think this is just a cop-out theme. I think this is a lazy theme. Yes. I think that we picked this because... Did you suggest this one? I huh? did. No. <laughs> I did. Yeah, fair enough. He's like, listen, we've already watched Freddy's Dead. We might as well. Fuck oh, yeah. it, I love when that happens. Yeah, um, it's great. Yeah, and, and I guess it is... In a way, it's it's kind of a requirement at this point. I mean, I part of me is kind of like, oh, that's cool. We're a horror podcast, and we haven't even <laughs> reviewed the the most obvious ones. But I guess you know, when you're 240 episodes deep, yeah. you just we have the weirdest gaps in in movies that we have or haven't done, and like a lot of yeah, them that right. we talk about yeah. that have never actually been on the podcast. Uh, I mean, to be fair to us, I think that uh, it it you know. Everybody's talked about these. Yeah. Everyone's touched on all these films, and and that's fine. But I I think that our takes on a lot of this stuff are a little different. So I, I think it'll be a good episode. Oh yeah, and honestly, like I thought I knew everything about the franchise. Um, yeah, this, a this few had weeks some surprises ago, in it. and then I watched seeing, Freddy's, seeing Dead, Freddy's Dead. Seeing Freddy's Dead was eye opening. Yeah, it was yeah. very eye opening. And then seeing even Dream Child. I mean, I I have a new uh, a new outlook on the entire franchise. And even yeah, before yeah. this. I was like, what I've seen, is this is the best one out there from top to bottom, pound for pound, and we'll see. My, my order changed a bit. My order changed yeah. a bit, too. Anyway. I, I will say uh, a correction. We haven't watched the remake, and God, I really yeah, don't I was going to bring up the counts, remake. But yeah. I don't think anybody thinks it counts. I'm, I'm morbidly curious about it. Yeah. But, uh, we'll have to do it at some point, I'm sure. I guess. Anytime we have a, a Freddy theme or a dream theme and we got to put it in there, please don't let this beautiful dream theme I be mean, poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes we could, uh, we could piece together like... Um, Recent uh, remakes and dog do, shit remakes. Oh, yeah, for sure. We we could do the new Halloween, which is Leatherface movie, Leatherface, Nightmare on Elm Street. We also have Suspiria. There's um, a lot of lot of remakes coming out yeah. lately. Actually, yeah, I guess that's true. I want to do a '70s remake theme and do Halloween, Suspiria, and maybe uh, we already did. Carrie. Do we do Carrie? No, we never. We did haven't the done the new Carrie. There yeah. you go. There's, it's there's, not good. That's two. That's three recent. I mean, I think a lot of '70s these might remakes. Anyway, uh, let's uh, move on and, and we'll do this chronologically. The first movie. Uh, well, the first movie in this order is going to be number five. That's uh, Dream Child. And this was the last movie that I got around to. Maybe the same, I, same with you guys. Yeah, the yeah. last movie of the entire franchise um, sans the sans the terrible remake, apparently. Um, this is Dream Child. 
Came out in the late 80s. 89. 89. Uh, Dylan, you want to talk about it? I guess so. Uh, this one is maybe the most confusing to explain. Sure, uh, because this yeah. one adds the most to the mythos. Mm-hmm. For better and for worse. Mostly for worse. Uh, but mm-hmm. the Nightmare on Street 5 Dream Child uh, focuses on one of the frankly forgettable characters from yes, four. Uh, 4, which is a pretty decent movie actually yes. by its own merits, but mm-hmm. uh, Alice is her name, and it took Manton and I, as we were watching this, so long to realize that she was <laughs> about the halfway through the film. No, nobody would remember, because there's really, she didn't have a thing. She wasn't, like, an interesting yeah. one of the, also, the people. Also, there, there's, like, Patricia Arquette's character, who's kind of the same-ish, but then she got recast, yeah. and then there's a, you know. It's a mess in yeah. between these, trying to keep the chron- yeah. chronology straight, but Basically, Alice, uh, she bones down on her boyfriend on, like, graduation day or something. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she... <laughs> she still existed afterwards. Yeah, she does. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It didn't hollow her out. No. Uh, so she uh, is afflicted with Babby uh, because uh, that's what happens the first time that you have sex every time, <gasps> uh, which is why I haven't that's still. That's why I don't sex. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but she uh, has Babby, and uh, her father's trying to support her and Babby, but her boyfriend... Uh, dies under mysterious dreamy circumstances and it turns out <sighs> Freddie is back mm. at it again and maybe oh, he want Freddie. Maybe he do. Oh yeah. Uh, hence the name um, Dream Child. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This one feels the most far removed from what I'd seen so far in the Freddy franchise. This might be the weirdest of the entire franchise for me. Two and two in this one. Uh, two is yeah. of course the no- notoriously gay one where super gay. Yeah, it's just like the the whole fascinating life. mess. It's a fascinating yeah. mess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this the, these two are the most far removed from me. Uh, this one is is especially far removed because I again I didn't realize this was a character from one of the, the <laughs> She's former so movies even in the movie it, while you're watching it, it. The thing is though, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. But anyway, I, I'll say this. I'll, I'll start off the way that I started watching the movie. My first thoughts were, oh no, uh, this is gonna be the last self serious or the trying to be self serious movie before it gets kind of off the all, balls to the walls goofy. Uh, and it does start off that way in your graduation scenes, and they're trying to build these characters up, and you're like introducing everybody. And I'm like, oh no, please don't take yourself too seriously. <laughs> There's a distinct lack of humor early on in this. It's movie. really it's weird, weird. Yeah. but things do start to get back to the basics with Freddy. So what Freddy is is at his like late Freddy kind yes. of. Sort of, I don't know. I want to. I don't want to say best because that's absolutely not true. No, we no, no, later no. on, but he's at his late Freddy kind of like quippy, calling everybody a bitch, bitch. <laughs> thing like that. That kind of happened after Dream Warriors. Yeah, uh, but like here, he. I think Robert England is at the top of his game, but the material he's given to work with is not very good because he is having a fucking fun time in this one. Yeah, and the scenes where he actually shows yeah. up, like he's he's giving it a good. Good go. Sure, and and one of the first scenes we see that that's that's very nightmare nightmare on Elm Street esque is is the boyfriend dying, and when Fuck that happened, me, this scene is so that cool. scene is fucking cool, and this that's is what the I, that, motorcycle one. Yes, yeah. and yeah. that's what I felt like I was in good hands again. I was yeah. like, all right, yeah. we're we're still in the Nightmare on Elm Street world. We still know what is valuable and what we like about these movies. We're not going to stray away from it. It's an incredible kill. It's an incredible. Yeah, um, tell us what happened. I mean, like, because this is early on, and this is one of the the first major kills. I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say. No. Like, one of the things you should seek this out for if you're going through it is sure. this motorcycle like thing. It's it's baffling. Like actually the, the sequence of events here is fucking weird. What happens again? I can't even fucking he's remember. He's like asleep at the wheel in a truck, which yes. then freaks out and yes. Freddy's like talking to him through the radio. 
then suddenly crashes through a window into a pool and then leaves that yeah. for a motorcycle. Yeah. Doesn't make sense, but hey, you know, dream logic, that's been kind of this, and like this franchise's like whole Freddy's thing. And like Freddy's like pulling his arm and using it as a seatbelt and yeah. shit and like all kinds of oh, weird I shit love like that. that. But yeah, once that he gets good. onto the motorcycle, my God. This, oh, man. This is li- literally horrifying. Like, it's, it's I, I, cool. I had a moment watching this where yeah. I was like, fuck, this is cool, but also gross. It's like it's like some Cronenberg shit. It's like yeah. H.R. Geiger. It's, it's yeah. nasty. He yeah, like yeah, melds yeah. with the motorcycle. Yeah. It's like faces melting and, and shit. And like uh, Freddy's face is kind of like the, the, the middle console area of the yeah. motorcycle. And he's like just you know, saying Taunting dumb him. shit. Well, it, it's 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 a good scene. And I think that that uh, kind of sets you up for like the fact that a lot of the kills in this are, are pretty the cool. Yeah. And, and, you know, while we're on the positive notes that like I actually did uh, end up thinking that for, for the most part, you know, they're not amazing, but our characters are, are good decent. enough. Yeah. Um, we have like... You know the the supportive friend. Uh, I forget her name. Uh, the one with the black overalls. Yeah, she, her I, fashion sense is her fashion sense is pretty impeccable. sweet. Um, she's cool. You got the the dorky kind of artist guy. Who the guy that they superheroes. inexplicably hang out with. Total doofus. Not, not a good actor at all. At all yeah. But you know he, he he's amusing. Yeah. And then you you've got Greta, her like cool hot friend, and and you know this cast isn't especially amazingly written or anything but they're charming and, and likable enough just enough that we're to the to the same extent that like dream Warriors exactly does, you, right? you have the drug addict i will say i think dream like, Warriors is a way little better, way better quite a bit better yeah uh well, but, yeah but but this does you know it takes off the box it does what everything does it does right. it does what four does as well four yep. you have the workout girl and you have you like, know how they're gonna die yeah, based exactly. on what they tell you based about on what they like early on yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. And, yeah. and that's that's a cute feature of, of the film it's like you see the guy that's an artist and you go oh okay i know what's gonna happen oh, he's Something, drawing a comic book hmm. he's gonna show up and be a super villain and they're gonna fight each other like sure enough sure yeah. why not yeah and, and like early on when they have the the character establishment stuff when it is like deadly serious at least in that i was like oh she's talking about how she's a model oh yeah. i know how she's gonna die oh yeah. he's talking about art i know how he's gonna die like yeah and that was setting me up enough to keep me kind of interested there yeah where this thing loses a lot of its steam, though, is in what it adds to the formula, and it tries to add a whole lot to the formula. Like this one is trying to do something different. <laughs> I don't think it's successful in a lot of that, but uh, it is notorious for adding like probably the worst thing in this mythos is the concept of like uh, Freddy's birth and like that he was the <laughs> child of a hundred maniacs or. A, that's just not how this fucking works. Yeah. And B, it's gross as shit. Like the early on, we see like his mother, a nun, giving birth to some weird like Freddy yeah. fetus. Yeah. I there's there's and a the, lot of the complicated is bullshit happening. Funny, it's cool looking. It, it, yeah. it is cool looking, but I think another problem with that is that like it really muddies the waters of like the the lore. Oh, if, for sure. if you care about it, I mean, yeah. I personally don't that much i definitely think that like freddie works better as just what he is in the first one which is like you know they give you enough he's a he's a uh the 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 evil spirit of a a man that was burned by the the entire town that's a enough background plenty of that reveal in one is one of my favorite parts of that where like you all these parents have this deadly secret that they're keeping and when they finally tell you you're like that's fucked up like it is while this guy is a horrible you know pederast and and terrible dude that were is revealed later on like He's also just scary in the Vigilante sense of like his, justice. Yeah, his like of the vengeance yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, is crazy. Uh, but th- that's the thing too is that like so there, there's a lot of questions that come up when you're watching this. You're like, okay, Freddy crawls out of the womb and he he's a really weird looking already. Like wasn't like he? A he demon. was. He was just a normal guy. But this is like retconning that, or is it? I don't know. And then he uh, he he, <laughs> he literally uh, as a baby 
finds his clothes that he wears and <laughs> he crawls like into them pretty. and he and he becomes a grown man and immediately starts wisecracking he, he finds his claws like i don't know if this is, is because this the it's a dream or something or? but i'm like this that's not how this happened have like have no you seen idea. the other movies here i have no idea and i don't know what this thing is about like a lot of slasher franchises they go on longer but they try to add so much to very simple characters and very yeah, simple yeah. monsters yeah. that this just is, make them too complex. It's, it's and, almost as misguided as as over backstorying Michael Myers. Right. You know, it's like don't we don't need that. Drew you don't need to do that. And sure. bullshit like that. Uh, it's it here though. It's it's bad, especially because like it's confusing on top of that. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck any of this means. I don't know really where Freddy comes from now. And for somebody who had a pretty crystal clear motivation early on, it's not really clear what he's doing in no, this movie. Like, no, I, I don't know so what much. his plan is at all. He wants and that babby. He wants well, that babby is all I can say about we'll it. We'll get though. to this um, later on, but it's like, you know, if they wanted to do like sort of a quote unquote new origin, um, new nightmare does essentially yep. does that. And, yeah. it, and it works way better because they've sort of changed the rules around all of it. So with this, it's like this, the dream child really is the odd child in the franchise for sure. Um, and not only does it uh, not really follow the previous films, but it also <laughs> essentially gets ignored by the next film, which yeah. sort of retcons yeah. the rest of this movie where it ends up that she, uh, you know, is, is trying to deal with the fact that she might have this weird uh, demon baby, because uh, Freddy has like sent souls into her body in like this weird dude. It's fucking bizarre and dream sequence where the their their her friends' souls are like going through the all the umbilical the, cord. yeah the umbilical yeah. cord and it's just and um, all this this visual imagery is pretty cool but it is like it's like a screensaver it's just like there and you're like huh that doesn't really mean anything uh one one more good thing about it uh, that I would say is that um. And this is another thing we'll touch on a little bit later on, but this is uh, a decent amount of like dream imagery. Like we have some yeah, cool. I think it has some of the better dream imagery in the, yeah. in the series. We, we, we have some cool sets. We have some cool matte paintings. We have, you know, just all around. I think the effects work in this yeah. is pretty high end, which is a lot of what you're looking for in this franchise because yeah, it's, sure. it's normally been the like, yeah, you could see somebody get eviscerated by a machete, but you can only see that in so many ways. This one is always like, what's we the can most do we creative, want. weird yeah. way we can kill this person? Yeah. Yeah. And they, they execute on that a couple of times. I will say, though, the kill count here is real low for a Nightmare on Elm Street yeah, movie yeah. and it, really spread apart. There yeah. is a middle portion here that just yeah, middle fucking portion for sure. sags. Yeah, I think I think the biggest problem that I have with this ultimately is that it is mostly dull. Um, it, it, it just... The, the stuff that they're trying to like pad the movie out essentially with uh, all the sort of backstory it's, Nun mom it's and all so messy and, and so um, needlessly complex that it it ends up being I, I think what they're trying to do is to kind of make the, the padding and more entertaining because you're like oh I'm following the mystery but it actually had the opposite effect <laughs> yeah. where I was just like fuck I would 100% rather just see the teen drama. Just give me some day-to-day -day teen drama. Yep. I don't need all sort of bullshit. Oh, man, high school sucks. I can't wait to get killed by Freddy. Go to the party tonight and have a bunch of beer. But there, it's it's very serious, and and that like starts Sometimes, that way. Yeah. It stops every time there's a kill, but everything yeah. in between is yeah, really is, weirdly serious. Yeah, that is strange. And to the point where they're doing, like, I don't know if this is maybe taking a stance on abortion or something. Like it's No doing way. Some, it very well, vaguely yeah. it tries to kind of and yeah. like there's a lot of like am i gonna keep it what are the parents yeah, yeah, think sort yeah, of stuff yeah. and i'm like you know you could make a good movie out of that but this really isn't the vehicle for no. that what are you doing <laughs> it has that that has no place in uh nightmare on elm street and no. a, lot, a lot of it doesn't but at the same time it's like i don't know i guess this is kind of like um 
goes back into our talk about why we, I think, as a whole, generally consider this franchise to be a bit stronger than the other the, the other big ones that you might name, like uh, Friday the 13th and Halloween and stuff. I think the, the reason is that, like, for me, this is probably the weakest entry. Um, but even then, it's like, it doesn't go to quite the the depths as some of the other ones. Oh, yeah. like, no I, the thing about this is that it has its memorable moments. Yep. There are Friday the 13th. I've seen a lot of Friday the 13th movies, not all of them, to be fair. But um, I probably couldn't tell you a single thing about the majority together. of them. They all blend That's together. Yeah. And um, and don't get me wrong. I, I get why a lot of people dig that to a degree. But it's like if each of these films has its own kind of For voice. Sure. Mm-hmm. Each of these films has its own thing that it's doing. I think that what this one does pretty much fails um but you know it's it doesn't repeat the same problems it has it has it has its, it has its moments it has its moments yeah i mean i even even just having the child there in the title and in the movie it, at least i can be like this is the one with the, one with with the baby the, with the baby in <laughs> yeah. it i i couldn't tell you the difference between friday the 13th um the new blood or jason lives because Nobody, they're, no, i mean yeah they're, they're the same fucking thing and I, every now and then one's in 3d and yeah, an eyeball yeah. pops out at you yeah yeah, rather yeah. Than in front of you no no I, I i and i also think that these movies are consistently decent where like even the ones even the more popular friday the 13th movies i think are kind of not good so like i i don't know i i, I would I, i'd be willing to bet if i did if i rated all the, the friday the 13th franchise it'd be probably mostly sinkers where i think we're gonna see but i'm i'm pretty confident in 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 in, in um my freddy gems i think they're gonna be mostly gems if not all gems I even know. even the the strikeouts of the whiffs in this franchise which i honestly think this is probably one of you know before i get into the review but like they still are interesting in some way there's still something yeah. to take away from them like two is a, a abjectly bad movie but it's the gay one and it's yeah, really sure. weird and cool exactly. like there's yeah. there's so much about like the making of that movie where you're like wow what <laughs> and then this one you know this one is is maybe got the best dream imagery in the sequel it's got some really good it's yeah. doing some imagery. weird shit it's, and yeah. one of one of the coolest kills some of the, the franchise kills. Yeah. yeah cool for sure kills. like there's always something there uh there yeah. that that moment that Devin uh mentioned briefly is actually one of my favorite moments in, in the whole series i don't know why but freddie rips off his own arm yeah and sticks it up <laughs> yeah into the the top of the truck and pulls it down like a seatbelt, and I'm like, that's genius. It's so funny. You get some that's good long arm Freddy content in this. There's one. some incredible, yeah, so funny effects. There's there's, <laughs> an, there's a scene that fucking ruined me, which was of course the the dinner scene. Yeah, kill. I was uh, thinking the, about the that. Force, while force feeding that. kill. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. I don't think that kills particularly good, but there's no. some gross imagery. It's pretty it's, funny too. Yeah. Like it was while we were watching, moments. we were like, oh, Devin is squirming. It was hor- <laughs> horrible for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. We can wrap this one up. Yeah, there's not much to say. This one is. Is probably going to be maybe the most forgettable of the franchise, but it's I again. I mean, it's it's Dream Child. It's the one with the baby. It's going to be hard to completely forget. Um, I don't know. I came in expecting the worst from this one because this is the last one that I finally saw. Uh, I, 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 I you took were putting me, it off. I was putting it off as well with Freddy's Dead because I was like, they're going to be terrible. I've already seen four. Four was pretty good for what it's worth, but if it's only getting worse from there, it's going to get way worse. It's really not that far of a drop off from it four. Really I mean, yeah. four was fun. This one's pretty fun. Um, I agree with these guys that it definitely does um, plot a little bit in the second half because they try to shoehorn in all this weird mythos. I tuned that mythos out. I tuned all that out. Kind of have to because it is white noise. It doesn't it's, it was, it's white noise, and then I kind of tuned back in when I saw the cool nightmare effects and the cool dream, um, dream effects and the cool kills, etc. 
for what it's worth, this movie is still for me a light gem, and it's absolutely worth watching if you're a Nightmare on, Franch- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise fan. I I wouldn't have said that before watching this cast because I didn't watch it before this cast because I was like, I mean, I like some of the movies. I probably don't like the others. I can now say with confidence, you should watch every single one if you like any of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and this one is not an exception. This one might be considered the weakest. For me, it's the second one. Um, but between two and this one, these are probably the weakest ones, but still worth watching, man. It's a light gym if you like these movies, for sure. What do you think, Dylan? Um, I agree that you should watch all of these, and I think, though, that that's the only place you should sure. watch number five is if you are marathoning these. Don't skip it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still got some Absolutely, stuff yeah. to write home about. Like, it's still a an interesting Nightmare on Elm Street movie. But on its own merits, it's not really very good. Uh, and it's mostly sure. just bogged down by some weird decisions that occasionally pay off. I think the dream imagery in this one's really cool, like I've said. Uh, but it's so sparse. Like, there's so much filler in this one. So much mm-hmm. just confusing and dull and, like, self-serious filler. Uh, about the baby, about the the nun mom and the like the spirit realm or it's something. Absurd. It's It's fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> and it doesn't add anything to the franchise because they literally retcon it in the next movie. Like, yeah, they, they ignore this from from here on out. If you are marathoning these, by all means, check it out. Like it's you're not going to be mad that you watched it. It's sure. got some great kills. Uh, but it is, I think, a light stinker for me. I think of all of them, if I could recommend that you skip any of them, which I'm not, it would be this one. This is I don't think you lose out anything for mm-hmm. missing it. What do you say, Manton? Yeah, I I don't have much to add, but I'm I'm pretty much where where Dylan is. I just think that this one is kind of, you know, in in the situation that you're marathoning these, and and you know, not a not a terrible idea. Um, you do a lot worse. You, sure, you absolutely could. Um, it's just, you know, as as a movie by itself, I I couldn't really recommend it. I I think that it has its moments, but most of the time, I was, I guess, bored is is the word I would use this mix of uh, boredom and confusion, but not confusion to this extreme level where it's like, okay, what, what happened here? There, there's just, it's, it's just, a, it, <laughs> I don't know. It's just not that great. Um, I, I'm sure this might come up again, but, uh, I would also definitely recommend checking out the, uh, documentary of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, that was kind of where I, never I saw, again. Never yeah, sleep never sleep again. again. It's four hours long. Um, so maybe, you know, split it up into, I've only uh, seen half of it for that reason. Yeah, yeah, um, but it's totally worth watching, and that was kind of the first place that I saw uh, some of this stuff, and and got somewhat interested in checking out the, you know, quote unquote lesser uh, Nightmare on Elm Street film. So uh, yeah, check that out. But um, as far as this film on its own, I I just can't really give it a gem and a stinker. I just had a horrible thought. Do we have to include uh, Freddy versus Jason in the franchise? Uh, I don't personally include no. them. That I mean, awful. I do not include it. I, and it's that that is Freddy at his worst. I oh, absolutely. Say. That one's I, terrible. I know some of our listeners have said I know, but uh, some of our listeners need to go back and, <laughs> with fresh eyes yes, and watch yes. that again. Please, yeah. It is it not age well. And, no. and it's aged really poorly. To yeah. be fair, when we when we were going to watch that movie, we were all pretty we excited. Were excited yeah. We were like, cool, yeah. mid-2000s, it, it Freddy, Jason. Awesome. Yeah. It should be way better than it's it just is. not it does not age well no, at all no. it's just garbage um but anyway uh i want to reiterate if you're a big fred head like us i'm hey, telling you dude and you were getting good at this. i love it um he it just was, adds a head to the it usually works. Everything. <laughs> i'll give it to him <laughs> it's not fair um no you should definitely include this in a marathon I, this is i, I don't want to overstate it uh, has its place in the sure, series but yeah. i, I want to overstate how 
how rare it is to find a, a worthwhile marathon because usually in horror it's just you start from the top and you just, and just go plummets. down and occasionally Do you, there's like a, a nice yeah. rise but this is pretty Do you guys have any other marathon suggestions? I know yours. I, I you do. I know you're just well, chomping at that. Yeah. Talking about horror movies or what? Yeah, just like a horror marathon. franchise or, marathon. or something. Not really. There's there's none that I. I also want to iterate that it's not just that they go down in quality, but they also stick to the same blueprint every movie. Where this Freddy franchise, we have different Branches things out. in each That's one. That's true. Yeah. So anyway, man, get up. Whatever. What do you want to say? A saw. Yeah. You, you should watch all the saw movies. He has been yeah. angling for us to do a saw marathon, which I'd love to do. I, would, I love all marathons. I, I for legit. A long time. I I have. I legit think they're all worth I'm, watching. Except I haven't seen the newest one i've heard that's really bad but i fucking get on one knee and pray every day for a new final destination movie <laughs> dude same hey you know what that's another one i would do that's what i'm saying if that one comes out then we're doing a goddamn marathon uh, the purge is probably not a, a terrible marathon even though they're all yeah, kind of like the first one is absolutely skippable uh, sure but i just love marathons dude especially when you yeah. have drinks behind it dude but the thing the thing about the purge that's kind of cool is the quality does go it up does, and down yeah. all over the place you, so. you want a marathon that's going to fluctuate in quality and first purge i've heard it's actually pretty good i want to see the first purge i haven't yeah. seen it so maybe you, but wait you just said the first purge isn't worth ah uh, you know what i'm saying you know what it's he's confusing, saying the newest purge is called the first purge well what's supposed to be called the island like staten island or something and then whatever purge island there you go purge I island. Did it for you. Purge island that's just survivor <laughs> anytime a fucking anytime a fucking uh new a new installment to a franchise comes out i'm gonna want a marathon mib is coming up it might be four yeah. insidious uh, i'm down to insidious last key was, Insidious is one that you do. Again. Yeah, yeah. You do not want to marathon Insidious. <laughs> that's that's like a prime example yeah. of what you don't marathon. We, we did, and it was awful. Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast yeah. recently, not to get too sidetracked, where they were talking about marathoning movies, and they were saying because of this reason, if they had already seen the movies anyway, they would marathon them backwards to where you're looking forward to seeing the original Halloween, and you're looking forward to seeing the original Texas Chainsaw. Uh, that's, that's cute. Because like otherwise, that. you watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or maybe that's a bad, no, bad example, but you watch the first Those Halloween. Those are all kind of interesting, actually. Sure. You watch the first Halloween, and you're like, oh, great, we have five, six more yeah, movies that yeah, I don't care to watch yeah, that much. Yeah. You gotta have something to build up. That's to. like when you do a Star Wars marathon, you watch the prequels first, like, they're the best ones, exactly. and then you go to the newer... Yeah, well, actually, I don't see Halloween more. might hold up pretty well for that now, because the new one's really because good. Because Rob Zombie then, had two good oh, ones. Oh, God, no, you've gotta get through those. I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Not worth it. Anyway... You can just... Skip those. Let's circle back and say the, the the Freddy franchise makes sense to marathon because you're yeah. gonna have something different and different uh, qualities. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it ends on a, on a pretty decent note. Which Especially we'll talk about. If, if you if you start like, if you do it the whole day and you start drinking as you go along, then you're Ooh. really ready for Freddy. Ready for Freddy. That's a song we could play during this podcast. Hell yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, the next one, which is six, which is Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare. Is that right? Yep. I don't know. Freddy's it was dead. not the final nightmare. I mean, yeah. Uh, Freddy's dead. The final nightmare. Uh, this one is going to be a doozy and a fun one to talk about. Man, give us a <laughs> fuck. I was really this one's insane. I was hoping you wouldn't give this to me. <laughs> I, because... want, I want the easy one. All right. So uh, full disclosure. Um, we were I... all drunk. Yeah, yep. that that's an understatement though, because we'd all been taking um, bourbon shots out of this thirty-year-old, uh, thirty-year-old right, uh, right, 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 ass. Right, right. It, it was like a, a Dylan's ass, it's thirty-year-old, a little ass. Um, model car that had a, a full thing of bourbon inside of it, and you so you you drank it out of like the back seat of the. We, really we first weird. did this for uh, like a, a Christmas thing, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and Devin wasn't there for that one, and no. uh, so we we saved the the other vet. Uh, the well, th- this was fun because Devin thought there all there was in there was, was one shot, shot. Yeah. and he was getting the honors of having the shot so he you know tilted it back and Look. he just kept going we we're like dude what the fuck and uh, he 
I got like he did multiple shots. Three three shots, shots this, is like, this is like a ceramic Corvette that Blutster had two of for some yeah, reason. Um, that is just full of just whiskey. Full, full just of full of, of whiskey. Yeah. And uh, it's aged in there for like maybe like 20 well, his, years. His dad it's from bought 1989. This, yeah. yeah, his dad bought this at a, a yard sale like 20 years ago. And yeah, so anyway. And boy, that bourbon's good. It was good yeah. bourbon. <laughs> it was delicious. None um, of us died. So that's, that's the problem. Um, so full disclosure, I'm going to attempt to do this we were ripping our vet and we, we got to give credit uh to our boy matthew whisker who was in town visiting uh the cast and uh he, he decided knew. he knew he decided this yeah. would be a good pick for the moment yeah. god damn was he ever he right. Was right he was right he was right so freddy's dead uh this picks up i mean this ha- this has to take place in like 2015 Dude, the, because the more you think about the time frame of this one the less it makes sense um okay so uh we are introduced to our main character um a guy and he literally just, called John Doe. He doesn't have a name. Oh, okay. Is it not? Is it not our our boy? Uh, whatever. The, what the actor that is in like road trip and shit. Uh, I no, mean, he's not our main character. Okay, the, the main character is John Doe. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna give you what I can okay. from this. Yeah, um, but I'm shot. gonna need help. It's unreal. After after I, <laughs> I can't like thinking about it. I thinking, don't know how you're gonna I, do this. Yeah. So uh, we're introduced to a guy, and uh, he is somehow it, it. Basically, the implication is that he's the dream child from the last film. I think by the name yep. of Jacob in the last film. That's the implication. At first, we'll get to we'll get past that. So um, he ends up meeting up with uh, an, another another Zane, Billy Zane's sister, Lisa Zane. Uh, who? Hell yeah. She's she's cool. Uh, she's a babe. Um, she convinces him to go on a road trip, and they're in a van. <laughs> so they're on they're in a van, and they're trying to find something. They meet up with Roseanne and uh, Tom Arnold. What a weird fucking cameo! Um, I who who about then that. talk about Twin Peaks, which was cool. And then uh, Freddy uh, finds a power glove, and he does a Nintendo. Um, <laughs> There's also All right, we're there's like a off. stoner guy. I'm sorry, that's so, it. that's what I've one, got. One thing you forgot is that Lisa Zane's character is uh, like in charge of a halfway house for like wayward youth, basically. Okay. So they they take in John Doe because of that, and then like his slapdick friends from the 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 wayward youth house right, come with them on the, right. the road trip. See, as as you say all this, I'm remembering it, but well, trying to pull this like from we, my memory. I feel is, like we skipped a crazy scene involving a bus in the air. Or something. I'm sure we did. Oh fuck yeah, this movie begins. <laughs> Oh yeah, this was so good. Yeah. God damn. This this movie lets you know what it is from yeah, the moment. What, <laughs> someone refresh my memory. What happens? Um, I, don't, I don't remember the so exact... the, ho- the house ends up flying through the air <laughs> yes. and he he falls out and he's like skyrocketing skydiving sky yeah. towards the ground. Um I don't remember this like, exactly. Lands in a bus. Lands in a bus driven by yeah, Freddy who then yeah, tries to yeah. hit him with the bus. He flies yeah. out of it into another pocket yeah. dimension. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Through a cartoon. Yes. Le- no, no, like it, it almost becomes like a, a Wiley coyote yes. cartoon it's, like he pulls out like a spike strip and he's like like you know it, it, it's, this, this it's movie absurd. is straight up like as much of a live action cartoon as who framed roger rabbit maybe more and, so and uh, if i'm not mistaken this was directed by a woman who was like the uh production yes. assistant or something she w- wasn't uh as far as i know Rachel wasn't Talele. wasn't yeah, typically a director um she so she took this on and Man, she, she knew fun. exactly what the fuck to she do. She had fun with it. I don't yeah. think she did though, and that's what I love. Oh about sure, it. maybe maybe it's a bit amateur. Taken, but... taken on paper, this movie is a fucking disaster. Like, there's nothing <laughs> about this it. that makes sense. Yeah, this, yeah. This adds yeah, nothing yeah. to the mythos. It's it, like 
really hard. What about going the huge on. twist? I, I think she's having fun though. But I think, yeah, I think the idea me, is like, I love this. The fact yeah. that's even and titled t- Freddy's Dead is she's like, you know what? We gotta kill this. Let's just do it. Let's have fun with yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. She does what I was aching for. And yeah. if I'd seen this, if I'd seen five and then six, this would have been even more of a breath of fresh air. Oh, because absolutely. Five is so dour and weird, and then this one is just like, fuck it, we're a yes. cartoon now. Yes, yeah, we're yeah. having fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the idea was we need to finally kill Freddy. Like, and when I say that, I mean the franchise. They're like, listen, we have our fun we gotta wrap this shit up let's yeah. just do it and say fuck it and just say, let's cast tom arnold and roseanne Barr yeah. in a cameo it's but it's like they're both having fun and and, and, and flicking off like the diehards and saying we're done guys so leave us alone like, that's where i totally understand that like this is the most reviled of the series like yeah. by a long shot and i kind I of understand it. why that is but also if you come at this with actual love for Freddy yes. and like, what this franchise already was yes. I think you're going to be really this, pleasantly this surprised. This is one yeah, that, that ages well. Yeah. This is like Freddy versus Jason does not Woof. age well. And that's newer. This, yeah. yeah and that's newer. This is, a, this is a thing that probably at the time I could see people being completely bummed out if not outraged over where yeah. now with hindsight it's like genius. Yeah this thing is not scary at all. Like no, yes. I, This basically throws horror out the window. It still has like the visual horror Sure. Like, here's a gross thing happening, and uh, and the kills in this are just outstanding. Absolutely, but uh, but it's it's not ever scary because it's just having so much fun. Uh, and that it's a, never, it's a, it's a horror it never comedy. Really goes away. It is. It's straight up a horror comedy. I mean, you've got Freddy in this one. Uh, you killing people with like the most exaggerated faces Robert England has ever done for the franchise. Sure. Like he's just going like it's like a full on like. Like he is Wiley Coyote. Yeah. There's yeah. a, a my, my favorite kill in this one is not the one that I think you guys would would probably point to, but the one I don't involving the, the kills, the pins dropping for the kid who has. Oh like my a, gosh, that was hilarious. Uh, oh, yeah. He has like a, a hearing device in his yeah. ear, yeah. and that becomes like some weird monster attached to his head, and then like, yeah. like he big, can he finally nasty ear hear too much or something. So Freddy yeah, yeah. drops a pin, and you're like, aha, that's funny. Like it's it's a big pin dropping, and then drops a like a thousand pins, and you're like, oh, his head's gonna explode. Yeah, and it fucking explodes. Explodes. What are the other kills? I don't understand. I don't remember. Uh, the video game. The video game was great. Me? And that one was great. I guess. The, so the, this kind of is the other thing about this movie is that like it is so well suited to a, a viewing situation like the one we, that we had. In the perfect sure. Um, yeah. Where it's like late at night, you have a, a, a group of friends together, and you know every every th- this is paced so well. Vet. You're you're ripping the vet. Uh, this is paced perfectly well because every few minutes you know there's nothing too heavy in it they're just people hanging out whatever um it, as, as far as like the storyline goes there's nothing super heavy about it which is great because then the kills start happening and everyone cheers like everyone in the yeah. room this this is one of those movies that we had a great group watch and in all uh, fairness to this i think i probably also would enjoy it oh, yeah. not in a group watch yeah i think uh, i think that uh, what our buddy Whiskers said is this is the Jason X of the Freddy it franchise is, yeah. and he's yeah, not wrong yeah. I also I love that I said earlier that I couldn't differentiate the Jason movies but I actually do That's remember the one that you can that one or Jason Lives is the one that I, I do remember now is, is, is another similar one where they finally say fuck it we've done the same thing four or five times in a row we're gonna just be goofy and have fun with it it's a full on comedy almost and this is the perfect time to do it um, again, talking about franchising or sorry, franchises and marathons, you start off with the first one, which is a classic. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's the original. It's great. Legit scary. Legit scary. You watch the second one, you're a little weirded out. You're like, this is goofy, but still riding the high from the first one. And it was interesting. Third one's great. Fourth one's more fun. The fifth one is a little bit of fun, kind of bogs you down and you're kind of losing it. And then boom, six brings you, it all you, right you're back. right back. You're like, yeah. all right, we're not doing the same thing. We're, we're switching it up. This is a perfect switch 
to what's going on in the franchise before. This one is like they saw like uh, Dream Warriors, which is like kind of a madcap yeah. and like fun one, and they just went, "Hold my beer, I can do this yes. better." And they yeah. just they just play into I think the strengths of Freddy as a character, which are unexpected if you have just watched the first one. Like, yeah, he seems he is scary. Like he's he's an, an I mean, actual I love, threat. I love each. I love both Freddy's. And he is he is still in a lot of those movies where he yeah. is cracking wise. But that kind of became his thing. And taken to not quite the extreme, it's grating and dull like i think yeah. like, you know the freddy of, of five who's just like randomly calling people bitch because it worked in yeah in uh in nightmare three like that's not great but this one hard. where he's just like whoopity doo and he just like yeah. throws <laughs> his hat up in the air and just does wild shit so, is so fucking what fun. you're saying yeah. is it used to yeah. be scary but then freddy got fingered more as a clown as the franchise went ah, on ah yes uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Daddy, like some sausage <laughs> no 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 i completely agree uh if, if you're gonna be uh, clown Freddy, uh, especially in the final nightmare, quote unquote, then you better fucking, you better have some fun with it. And I feel like Lisa Talele, is that her name? Yeah. Rachel Talele. Yeah. Rachel Talele definitely knew what she was doing. I think that she was given the reins and it was almost as if Wes Craven or the producers were like, you know what? We don't kill want to do this again. Yeah, just fucking, kill the franchise. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And she just did it. Yeah. yeah. And I, she did I, it with glory. I, and, and given that this and Jason X exist, both kind of like, let's yeah. kill the franchise movies. Yeah. I kind of want more of those. I, what, what, and I want there's more no of, Michael one. I, I want that out of, I, like, I'll say it, like Leprechaun, which is a fucking terrible franchise, but I want like somebody smart to People get a hold of that one. People would probably argue there is one. To get a hold of that one and just be like, fuck it. And, yeah. and just go hog wild with it. Yeah. And, and I guess you couldn't really do you that with, do Michael, with, them, with no. Michael because like, He's always taken. He's he's revered way too much as like. I don't know. What about resurrection, drop, dude? God, That's true. Yeah, Buster Arms <laughs> drop kicks him through a window. See, but then Halloween. again, he's ass beat by every redneck now, in America now, in Rob Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're saying all this, though, I'm kind I'm kind of on board with that idea. Just a, full, uh, a fully stupid like Halloween. A comedy Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Get one of those out of your system and then do a serious reboot. <laughs> yeah, like maybe. if you're ever yeah. considering rebooting one of these even franchises, Texas Chainsaw. do a wacky one. Texas Chainsaw kind of does that in the second one, right? Second one, they, in the second oh, movie, well, they just yeah. do that. <laughs> Gremlins as well. Like Joe Dante's like, sure. fuck it, let's go. In Texas yeah. Chainsaw, I think the whole thing was like people were just begging Toby Hooper to make a second one. He was like, fine, I'll make one. He just had fucking. He's like, fuck you guys, here it is. <laughs> and just goofed off and, and did what he did. It paid off, I think. I feel like it, that all, it's all only paid off in these franchises. So like, yeah, yeah. it's never yeah. been a bad idea. I mean, yeah. the, the bad idea that well, we see, maybe Leprechaun in the Hood and shit like that. They tried. Maybe they shouldn't that do was see, see, they tried, and it just. I mean, I can see how easily it would be to fail and trying right. these two just be like we're gonna just when, be funny when your baseline is already like goofy funny who gives a <laughs> yeah. shit you can't really go further than that yeah. but when you take something all that you do doesn't... is add in the hood that's it <laughs> yeah, right there oh yeah freddie in, in the hood well that's that's the fat boy's music video <laughs> that's true that's it. that one's called uh are you ready for freddie which yep. again we could play at some point. oh i already i was planning on using that yeah weirdly i, I don't think we have to uh because there's another one after five that's a really good song too is that and we don't have to use nightmare on my street and there's nightmare on my street which i'm sure we i may still do that. I love it. I mean, yeah, for whatever reason, man, Freddie got some awesome, weird does. songs. So this is the thing that I forgot in until we did this this uh, franchise kind of review here. But the Freddie franchise got through six movies in ten years. Oh yeah, that's bonkers. The like, second one came out a year after the first one. Yeah, like this. This is in ninety one. This is like yeah, basically less than a decade since. Well, no, the no, first no, one. dude. Eighty four is the first one. And oh yeah, 91 so less is, than. So what's well, eighty four to ninety four if you count um new nightmare new right, nightmare which is the 10th anniversary but really the so way they how many how many so they squeezed seven, seven films movies in eight, ten, that 10 years absurd yeah and, and a new nightmare came out a few years it was almost an afterthought but yeah, like but, yeah. but but the first six came out in 
in what seven they, years? I mean, they were basically doing one a year for a while, pretty I much. guess. Yeah. And to think that they're as consistent as they are—that's insane. That, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. That, I mean, the, the second one—it's it's a miracle that just it didn't but shut they didn't down. Stop there, yeah. 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 People were like, "No, we want more." And and, and was it Wes Craven who went back and directed the, the third one? So, yeah. And that's why yeah. it kind of like went back. That's fucking incredible. And uh, God bless this franchise, and God bless this installment of it. Uh, number six, if you want to give us a synopsis, or not a synopsis. Or we can do that. We can try yeah, that again. Tried. I tried. <laughs> Dylan, give us a review of Yeah, it. I don't want to spoil too much of this one because this movie is a fucking ride. And once you start, literally once you start it, like this from moment one has a it's dude insane. dropping out of a house in midair and like through an air. No, he drops out of an airplane into a house, into a bus. Like it is yeah, bonkers. Yeah. There is so much going on here and it is never boring. Like there is right. never a moment in this thing where I, w- I turned away or I turned on my phone in a, a circumstance where I was drunk as shit with a bunch of buddies, like yeah. I was wrapped. I was, was paying attention great. to this this movie a hundred percent, and it rewards you for it. Going into it, if you have just seen, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street one, this is going to be a shock to you. Yes, this is yes nothing. I was like going to give that one. caveat, but if you have kind of stuck with the franchise, this is the absolute right kind of like last gasp and the way to kill the franchise yeah. uh, that I wish more movies would do. I think this movie is so fucking fun, uh, and I would highly recommend it. It is. Maybe objectively not a strong gym, but maybe it is actually. Yeah, sure. I think from my opinion, this is just a really well done comp horror comedy. Like this movie's great. Yeah, I I pretty much wholeheartedly agree. I was gonna say this movie is almost watchable or, or a, a great watch for everyone. The only mm-hmm. people that I would not recommend it to are the super diehard right, right. Elm Street fans, the ones that are gonna be of taking offense from how stupid it is. Uh, that being said, if you're willing to buy into what this movie's doing, you're going to enjoy it. Uh, I'm a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan. It, it, Freddy is my favorite franchise character in horror, in, in all of horror. And um, the original movie is in my top 10 all time. But that being said, I'm still able to enjoy when things go off the rail four, five, six movies yeah. in because I know how it works. You can't just fucking lightning can't strike six, seven times in a row. <laughs> you got to change things up. And boy, did they change things up in this one. If you are willing to buy into it as an, as a Freddy fan, you'll love it. If you're not a Freddy fan at all and you don't watch a lot of horror movies, I feel like you, you could still, still put this on and just have yeah. fun with it and be like, well, this is so stupid and funny. You just got to understand what you're getting into. I think in the world and the realm of a Nightmare on Elm Street movies and what it's doing, it's a strong fucking gem. I mean, it's just a strong gem. It's a strong gem of an installment in the franchise for what it's doing and what it is, and it's and for just face value enjoyment level. Um, of course, objectively, as movie quality it's stuff, mess. it's a mess. It's yeah. stupid. It's silly. Um, so it's kind of confusing how to use my face value here, but I'm saying face value, I got strong gym enjoyment out of it as a big Freddy fan and I really recommend it. If if you're a fan of Freddy or if you just want a stupid horror comedy from the early 90s, what do you say, Manton? Uh, so like Dylan said, you know, I don't want to spoil too much of it and it's totally not because I barely remember <laughs> oh, yeah. the film itself. Cool. Um, but it, it, this is the thing. This is the reason why I don't feel uh, too bad about um, reviewing this with, without like a ton of memory of what actually, you know, sure. literally happens minute to minute. Um, the feeling that I got while watching this is very memorable. Mm-hmm. The experience of watching this is very memorable. And I think that is to the credit of the film. Like um, we definitely have sat around in that, you know, situation and watched some stinkers and not enjoyed it and, and turn things off. Um, this one is, it's just really fun. And it is, um, I think even though a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, might, when they think about this, they might think about like uh, this as being kind of like a lesser entry to the series. I think that when people think about Freddy, this is what they think about. Yeah. Yeah. If you ask your average person, like name a Freddy kill, 
they're probably going to bring up the power glove. They're going to bring up like, stuff like that. Prime time, bitch or some yeah, shit. yeah. So, so you know, they're they're going to bring up those things, and I think that this one, you know, um, has the the kill count to back it up. It has it really the does. insanity. There's a lot of deaths in this, and likely, unlike five, this one has um, way less attempts at backstory, and and it's less uh, self serious, and it's. A little bit more just eh, whatever, the stuff that's you know? there is so laughable too that it adds to it uh here's our here's my friends and we're, we're hanging out and uh here's this baddie what done grown up into a human in like two years and uh <laughs> so, man, man, I, I don't, don't want to spoil it but logic. uh there yeah yeah that's the thing there's a lot of stupid things but i feel like those are mostly five's fault to be fair um yeah six is really fun and um i think i i i kind of want to echo what devin said if you um it might be jarring to go from one to six, oh boy, so maybe yeah. don't maybe don't quite do that. But uh, if you've seen, <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine the guy who's like, you know what? I want to get into the straight. I want to see him die. I want to watch the original, and when he dies, <laughs> these are these are the two like this. they are the the two sort of polar opposites. Yep. Um, and I for think three me, is the perfect middle ground there. If yeah, you watch all three, three of those. Three, you're good. three is a good middle. You know ground. what's so funny? And this makes me remember the fucking Jason movies where it's like the fourth movie is like Jason's dead, and then it's like Jason lives. Jason goes to hell. Jason's back. <laughs> I like that. Um. I guess I'm. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm trying to stretch out my review here. It's it's a gem. It's fun. It's definitely fun. Um, let's talk about. This is a little different now. So we got seven, no, six Freddy movies in seven years. Insane. From '84 to '91, we got one, two, three, four, five, and six. And it seemed like Freddy was legitimate dead, probably yeah. for a couple of years. And what we get in '94, I want to say, yep. is not necessarily. A complete contiguous installment like that's back. Yeah, to the franchise, but clearly Wes Craven had something on his mind. Uh, you know, thus we have Craven's new nightmare. So I'll give you a synopsis of Wes Craven's new nightmare. This comes out a few years after the franchise is dead, and it is it is meta as you can get. This is a movie about Nancy, or rather Heather Langenkamp. Um, into her real life uh, after Nightmare on Elm Street, the franchise. She's kind of a pseudo-celebrity and what have you. And she, we see her interactions with Robert England, a.k.a. Um, Freddy. And we see her interaction with Wes Craven, the director, etc., etc. John Saxon, her father in the original. But we're basically watching her everyday life. Um, but, as you would know it, things start creeping in from her fantasy world as the Freddy, the Freddy Nightmare on Elm Street universe start creeping into a reality and we start seeing this weird meshing of a nightmare on elm street coming back into heather langenkamp the actress's real life and how she deal with it there so this movie is about wes craven kind of debating or writing a new nightmare on elm street movie even though the franchise is supposed to be dead and how that affects heather langenkamp the actress after that uh so one thing i want to say off the bat is i think that's like oftentimes i think uh, people will tend to use like a meta format as like a cheat code to, to be smart about the yeah um, this is more than that this is but really, this is also really I, meta I, I actually really want to say that like I think that when it comes to Freddy this is a genius idea because oh, yeah. this is really the next step to take Freddy it's like saying yeah. like you know Fre- Freddy has um, his his power comes from your belief in him and, and your 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 uh, sure uh, literally from your belief in him he and, doesn't and dreams, actually exist even in um, the franchise he doesn't be like really candy man kind of especially in the first one and so to take that to its its logical conclusion to me is to make it a meta thing to say like you know in real life we all believe in freddy so much that he's 
spilled into the real world. And let's not understate that this is Wes Craven here. This is the master of meta movies. Well, this, is, this is before Scream. This is his sure. rough draft This is pre-Scream. And, and yeah. this, I mean, you start to realize why he's so There's good. There's a lot of similarities, of weirdly. Oh, it is so similar. Yeah. And, and I love that you said the it. Music is like the music exactly is dead the on. Yeah. And it's two years prior to Scream. It's so much like Scream, even though there's whatever narratively is happening. There's the phone so, call stuff. The phone call yeah. stuff and everything. I was like, holy shit, I can see where Scream became a thing. But yeah, this is great. Like, you, you, you can't do this with a Halloween movie you can't do this with a Friday 13th no, movie it, it where one the actresses- what if a man existed with a knife well, <laughs> yeah. I, that exists that's a thing exactly yeah, yeah. what if I, I, I I'm you know uh, yeah exactly what you're saying but, but <laughs> I'm gonna pass it back over to you Dylan because I forgot my train of thought yeah I, I think uh, uh, one of the things that's so cool about this one to me is seeing the progression of the franchise reflected in the final movie of it yeah uh, and especially in terms of Heather Langenkamp who is I think fucking terrible in the first movie. As she's Nancy. not a great actress. She's really no, bad. No. She's very good in she's this one. She's very good in this. And like just years later, like she's come a long way. And so if you had said, oh, it's the actress of Nancy who's going to be our main character. Here. Yeah, she's right. in three as well. But like we're going to be following her around. I would have said I would laughed you out of yeah. the room. But she holds her own here and is also a turbo. She's babe. a babe. Good yeah. lord, yeah. Heather, dang and camp, dude. She's dang and camp. She she looks fucking good in the this. mom jeans tucked in plaid yeah. shirt. And she would have been ten years after the original, so probably maybe our age now. Yeah, maybe. it actually makes me yeah. sad that she uh, didn't go on to do a whole lot more even after this because I think she's legit good in this. Uh, she yeah, is. she is. Would really she have been like thirty years old? You think? Probably not. I, that. Know, I mean, she was pretty young when they did the first one. Yeah, so 10 years after that. Yeah, so she might have been our age, which basically means we have a chance if we were to go back, go back in time. time. <laughs> and right. then, yeah. Wow, genius. With, with this yeah. kind of meta movie making stuff, we can we do can it. Yeah. It yeah, sure. <laughs> no, no. Um, I want to talk about the movie itself and what I got out of it and stuff. Um, the quality of this movie, first off, you can already tell from three leaps and bounds ahead where we were left off. You know, we were left off with something that we just talked about being. A, a mess and goofy as hell, but also really enjoyable, but just, yeah, yeah. just silly all, all together. This yeah. is a movie, a real legit ass movie. What, believe it or not, I didn't get my most fulfillment and enjoyment out of the Freddy part of this movie. I really enjoyed seeing yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the reunion, yeah. quote unquote, of John Saxon and Wes Craven yeah. and, and Robert England, Heather Lincoln. Yeah, I could have watched them just live their everyday life. <laughs> exactly, yeah, and I, I think that the, uh, not to get too into like, you know, review territory, but I think that the Freddy parts are probably the weakest. Oh, I agree. For sure. the, the, final, agree. the final portion of the movie where yes. we really get into the Freddy stuff yeah. is actually probably the weakest part. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I, I think that's due to Wes Craven. I mean, the man, of course, is a legend for a good reason, but like, God damn, is he such a good idea, man? Like, yeah. this dude has a, several notches under his belt of just like really bold, weird choices in movies. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to do it. And yeah. fucking executes on it. Like, I don't think the script is as outstanding as Scream because, of course, Kevin Williamson did that one. And right, it's, right, it's right. Fascinating. Like, just wonderful. Uh, but this one is still like pretty good. And he wrote it. It's it's doing some weird shit and casting himself in it. Yes. Writing the yeah. script of this movie. And yeah. you learn a lot yeah. about Wes Craven yeah. from it. I've read a lot of books on these on these uh, directors because, of course, I fucking idolize them. But a lot of things from, from these books I'm seeing in this script and like the idea of him like, oh, he's not he hasn't been writing recently because he's not having enough nightmares and stuff. Like, you're, you're learning about yeah. Wes Craven. Yeah. Like he would write when he had nightmares. And that's what kind of motivated him. So when he wasn't having nightmares, he wasn't being creative. And it, there was just a lot of cool little Easter eggs that you learn uh, about both the actresses and like the, the the director himself. It's it's funny. I, I like Wes Craven as an actor in this movie. He's because good, actually. He's yeah. fine. I, I, I don't know if he's good. I, I actually. He's used really well. Here. He, he's he's he, he uses himself really well. Um, 
it, it was just kind of funny like while while he's talking to her he's almost got this little smirk on his face the whole yeah. time yeah. and it's just he's very smug he's always he always has that look it's it's charming it's such a West Craven it's look. charming I, I also um I liked the just from like a story structure point I, I liked that uh, Heather Langenkamp is sort of uh she, she's married to like an effects guy yeah. Chase yeah. effects well she's and, actually married to no, is she really not that guy. Not that so guy. We don't, have a ch- we don't have a chance. Somebody else. Chance. Somebody else that uh, was makeup. involved or is involved in film. He, he does makeup and stuff for like okay. MIB movies and shit like that. That's cool. Um. So yeah, like this. A lot of this, you get the sense, probably does yes. mirror their real life. But it was really cool, just a minute to minute in the movie, seeing like, oh, I wonder who's gonna show up next. Oh, it's John Saxon. Yeah. Uh, I loved seeing. I forgot that he was in this. I'd seen this yeah, thing years yeah, ago. Yeah. John Saxon showed up. I was like, I oh fuck. Too. And you're just like, oh, that's John. That's John Saxon. He looks the same. He acts yeah, the same. It looks great, and he also plays the same character as I guess his, uh, which which they execute on really well later yeah. on. There's yeah, a, a turn yeah. later when things are starting to blend yeah. together in the realities, and the moment yeah. with John Saxon that's is great. really good. Yeah, that's yeah, really that, cool. that that was definitely some of the best like Freddy stuff at that point. Yeah. Um, we do uh, unfortunately have a terrible, terrible, terrible child in this film. Yeah, um, yeah. Probably the worst part about the whole movie. Honestly, I I really would have. It's taken either less of him, oh, and and there's even a point in the movie where it seems like he's gonna exit the film, uh, and he really doesn't. Which he, was unfortunate. I was I was trying to place him. I was like, where have I fucking seen this kid before? And there's a scene where he like raises a knife and goes, eh. and I was like, oh, <laughs> it's Gage from Pet Cemetery because he's doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Turns out it is. He's terrible in that, and he's terrible in this. Boy, he's bad. He's really bad, and unfortunately it focuses a whole lot on yeah, him. And I think yeah, that's one of the places yeah. where this movie really falls yeah. down. Yep. Uh, the 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 stuff about like what if Freddy was invading the the real world and stuff fascinating the build up, super yeah. cool the build, the build up of Freddy is excellent you have like so many scenes of like yes and and you know they know what they're doing they're they're teasing you they're teasing the reveal of yeah. Freddy and 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 it's a cool feeling there's even a point um that I there's a there's a part that I really love where uh she calls up uh Heather Langenkamp calls up Robert England and they're talking he's like she's like i've been having dreams about freddy he's just kind of different he's and robert england is like you know he's he's more scary he's, he's more evil she's like yeah how, evil. how'd you know that and we show you know, they pan back and he's like painting uh this really fucked very up. fucked yeah. up or scene legit and, kind of scary looking yeah painting. yeah and it's got freddy i i will say i don't think freddy uh the the makeup the design of him this lives a, up to that this is a big issue for me i think freddy looks bad in this movie it's weird he's really i get the, what they wanted to do they 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 specifically what they wanted to do you know and and at least what uh, from what I've gathered, it's like they wanted to make him more of a demon. They wanted him to be more evil, this like ethereal evil, and they less of like um, yeah, oh, it's a guy that got it. burned, yeah. but yes, he's yeah. he's a little more of just a demon, he's an and embodiment I, of evil. That comes yeah. across in one way. I like the updated glove a lot that they have here. It's, it's like, like part of his on hands. it, and it's yeah. like kind of yeah. like biomechanical. Cool idea. That looks neat, but his face looks so fucking dumb in this. Yeah, movie. he like, looks silly. It is, I think, actually a rubber mask in this one. Whereas yeah, yeah. usually they just like makeup, applied some yeah. rubber and makeup. To make the burn look like that way, but it is distracting in this. Like it's not cool. every time Freddy's on screen, it looks like somebody got a Freddy costume and put it on, and that's bad when you're trying to get across the idea that this is the essence of Freddy. Like, I I could live with that if there were some other things that that yeah. were fixed. I think another issue is that um the sort of like dreamscapes and the dream sequences are very very. Uh, safe and and they're boring. They're so lazy they're, in this one. They're just kind of like, oh, they're in like a sewer that's like yeah. tinted red. Also, and, the Parthenon's um, there because I guess they had that in the back lot somewhere. Like, sure. there's just weird Greek like yeah. statues and uh, stuff. There, and there, like, there's what some is this? there's some poor effects. I mean, I I, I like the the scene where um she gets kind of like 
jettisoned out That's of really this cool giant looking. Freddy's mouth and it's cool and then the effect looks like dog shit but again I can forgive it because it's a cool idea but that's kind of dropped in favor of just kind of like really dull looking sewer set and not even the same kind of like repetition that we usually get out of the franchise of like the uh you know the the furnace rooms that's like yeah. leaking into the real world yeah. or anything like that and i get that they're not trying to do that because it's not the same freddy yeah. exactly yeah. but like what we get here does just feel like a cast off legends of the hidden temple set it's not anything interesting yeah. and they stay they spend a while there at the end of the movie that's really dull and forgettable uh and and that's unfortunate because Boy, goddamn, the buildup in this movie is so good. Yeah, and then it yeah. just it it changes gears a little bit too much toward this kid and focuses in a similar way to like Dream Child on here's a kid actor that we're going to focus on. I think the guy in Dream Child is better, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. I was saying I kind of wish it was that kid. Instead. It takes it away from those characters that you know and love and focuses it on this this shithole named Dylan that they throw in. There. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> we're, right. We're kept, they, she just kept screaming, Dylan, Dylan, we, Dylan. We have no no buy-in for this this kid. That yeah, Dylan's a piece child. of shit, we don't, Listen, we, we don't yeah, care we about hate Tell Dylan. us more about shithole Yeah, we Dylan. hate Dylan, but... <laughs> No, seriously, like we have, you know, Heather Langenkamp, we have yeah. Robert England, we have Michael Craven, we have John yeah. Saxon. I love like, all of them. Anytime they're on screen, I'm like, yeah, give me some more of this shit. And then yeah, that's a very good point. And then it focuses on him, and I'm like, who is this kid? He's that. I get it. Like he's there to be the MacGuffin. He's there to be the the baby in distress that we need to save. But but just it, that's not really what plenty the of a, plenty about of other, plenty of other movies, you know, have that, and they just exit. You know, they mostly are not in the film. Tons of movies. It obviously do that with kids where it's like, okay, clearly you wrote him out of the movie, but that's okay. Cause you we know, if, if you don't yeah. have the good child actor, they shouldn't be in the yeah. film as much as they are. Yeah. And it's, it's distracting because this isn't like a goofy, silly cartoon. No. Like, no, like no. uh six is this is taking itself more seriously and I'm definitely on board with it. But then that kid, yeah. that's just the worst. It loses a lot of its luster. And I think the last half of this movie is pretty saggy. Uh, and yeah. it's it's unfortunate because goddamn the buildup is so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not not only is the buildup good, but the but the opening itself just it's so warm and, and it makes me so happy yeah. as a, yeah. as a Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street franchise fan. It's a treat, really. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it's like fan service. It's yeah. like it's like it really you, is. Yeah, it's like watching like a if you're a big fan of like a show like The Office or Friends or watching like a reunion of it yeah. or something. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah. they're all back together. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. more matured, even though they're like not that much older than the, I guess. The, yeah, it's not that. Well, they, they've they've matured in other ways, like uh, like Heather Langenkamp's acting. Whoa. Is way yeah, better. Sure, other ways like Heather Langenkamp. What are you getting at, man? Yeah, you fucking you sicko. Fucking sick pervert. God damn it. <laughs> she does look pretty good though. Uh, but but she's a much better actress. Yeah. She's she's a much better actress. It's really really fun to see and just like the warm to see uh, Robert England act. Like a Robert England, yeah, and that's yeah, really man. cute. Like you, you don't get to see that. He's just a regular he's dude, a regular and of course man. you know that. But like yeah. actually seeing him in the movie reflecting, and then that, talking yeah. to Heather cool. Langenkamp, it's like to see them. They're obviously probably pretty close. They worked together for years, so it's cool to see them on the phone together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just really neat. <laughs> it's kind of it's just kind of funny out of context. Like, oh, this is so entertaining. We're watching, yeah, Heather Langenkamp and, and Robert Englund talking on the phone like friends. I would pay to watch that. Uh, yeah, it, it, I do think they another big opportunity they missed is we don't have Robert Eng Robert England getting killed by Robert England. We don't have uh, real Robert getting killed he, by Freddy Krueger in that. Point. Missed opportunity. Uh, he, he just, just exits the film. Ducks out. And yeah. it's, it's it's unceremonious and weird. I don't Bummer. even really know what happens Bummer. to him That's necessarily. That's a good point. But like, you're not playing to those strengths. And the Freddy that he's playing here is not fun Freddy. It's not. But that like, would have been, what would have been really cool is to have 
you know, uh, wisecracking Freddy and more serious Freddy, and they like I, kind of come together. I would have loved to seen if they were like at a con or something, and like he's on stage as, oh, oh yeah. I'm Freddy or whatever, yeah. and, and then, then he gets killed by the evil Demon Freddy. Freddy comes yeah. out, and you're like, yeah. oh, let's see this fight. Yeah, yeah. Take, no. take that meta to the next level. Right. Why not? But. Another missed opportunity. No Johnny Depp. Yep. <laughs> well, that's a given. He made a nice cameo. I earlier, think I, I think I read that he did want to come back but there was really? some scheduling conflicts well, I, mean, I believe that this is post Edward Scissorhands this is post uh, probably Donnie no, Brasco he was uber famous but, yes. I, but I but I do think that like he um, well he's already shown us there's a cameo in one of the he's movies in we a, talked about he's in a cameo yeah, he's a cameo yeah. in we can say it in, in Freddy's dead yeah, yeah that's right they yes, get him yeah. for a quick beat and it's I, he owes it's, he owes this franchise oh sure his fame basically it, yeah. he, he owes Wes Craven's daughter this because Wes Craven's daughter <laughs> yeah. said choose this guy because he's cute he's, hot. He's, supposed to, he's supposed to be the hunky guy but it, it, Wes was like this is a scrawny like little nerd and she was like no. she called it dude she, she called it and now we got John Depp let's let's wrap this one up this this is a speaking of wrapping this up this is a perfect way to wrap up what is altogether in my uh, opinion pound for pound beginning to end a great franchise not a good franchise not a consistent one but a great franchise at least speaking as far as horror franchises yeah um there's there's no better way you could wrap this one up i mean man man killed it when he said like if you're going to end a franchise in a movie that's not called Freddy's Dead, this is the only way to do it. Uh, and Wes Craven, being the mastermind he is, the master uh, storyteller he is, he did it uh, to a T with this. Obviously, it didn't go down. Um, it didn't go down in execution as smoothly as we would have liked. Uh, the Freddy part of it, uh, ironically, is my least favorite part of this movie. But again, it's just like watching your favorite um, cast members of your favorite show get back together for a reunion. Uh, and then you get some great build up um, with a little bit of a whimper at the end that still might get give you some jollies if you're a big fan of the franchise. But um, <laughs> I don't mean that sexually. Um, but uh, yeah, I got to give this one a gym. Uh, I was thinking about two thirds of the movie in that I was going to I was in full on strong gym territory and I was going to be like, this is a master class. Um, but the last act did kind of bring it down a tad. Um, but I still just really enjoy this. I'm, I can't express enough. If you're a big fan of this franchise, this is a treat to you. It's fan service. So eat it all up um, uh, as the franchise wraps up. So I'm going to give it a gym. And then we'll talk about our overall thoughts after this. Manton. Yeah, so I, I think I uh, the first time I ever saw this was at, at your place before we started the cast. And um, at the time, he's holding a, a little... Perler bead we Freddy got, now. We got we got no one can see this. Little so. pixel Freddy. I know, I but, he, but he feels good about it, so that's yeah. okay. Um, yeah, yeah. The first time I saw this, I, I remember being super impressed, super impressed. And I and I was almost shocked that... Um, I remember that too. I was, I, I, I was almost shocked that, it, that it, I thought it was as good as it was. That being said, I now that I've watched it again, and maybe after seeing literally maybe a thousand horror films since then, um, it's... Uh, I don't know. It's. I don't think it's quite as incredible as I thought it was. No, it's not. It's definitely not. No. It's. Um. It is a great idea executed. Okay. I bet. Uh, I bet you. Yeah. I bet you. What you liked the first time, you didn't like as much, and what you didn't appreciate the first time, you appreciated more. You know I think saying? that's exactly yeah. what yeah. it is. I think that's like. I even then I thought that the the finale was sort of weak, but I think that uh, kind of already knowing what's going to happen going yeah. into it is a, a little bit of to, of a detriment because I don't know. It just it doesn't have the same magic the second time around. Um, and I and I also think that my opinions on the franchise have changed. But whatever, there's there's reasons that it's changed. But the the point here is that it's still an it, it's still a decent 
um, entry in the series. It definitely has its place. It's a great like ending to the to the series. Uh, just in the idea and like Devin said that that sort of sense of the, the reunion um, mm-hmm. is really cool and it, and it's cool to see you know I am a sucker for movies about making movies and you, oh, get, yeah. you get some of that in this um, but it, it's just not you know it's it's not that great either it, it, it is a pretty decent uh, entry it's a gem for me uh, definitely not a stinker you, you still check it out but um, it's not as good as it should and could be uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a gem. Yeah, and it, unlike Freddy's Dead, I'm sure you'll all agree that this is one that you probably do want to watch the, the other movies before getting to. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I would almost say you have to. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, otherwise you're not gonna get the Freddy's Dead. I think you could you could slap that on Absolutely. if you haven't seen them all. It doesn't matter. This one, you should have some fami- familiarity at least, at least with the first three, maybe. Yeah, Dylan. Yeah, uh, this one I I had seen a while ago, maybe like on cable and bits and pieces, and I remember really liking what I'd seen because it is so novel. This is. Uh, one that proves the strength of strength of this this franchise and that it's always trying to do something new. Yeah. Whether it ever executes on that, you know, sure. exactly uh, is up for debate. And this one, boy, uh, is it a great, great concept that it starts really strong on. And I was like, oh, shit, this is as good as I remember. But it really does lose a whole lot of that steam almost entirely because it loses focus. It tries to turn on something that we have seen in the yeah. movies before of a, you know, here's a kid in peril and Nancy's got to go into her dreams. It's like, well, we've done that. Can you, you know, stick around with the thing that you were enticing us with this really cool idea of, you know, the last episode of The Office where everybody gets back together. Yeah. Right. Here's all your favorites uh, having a good time and maybe being haunted by the yeah. movies that they made. Fuck me if that's not a great idea. It's incredible. And they just don't quite nail that. Uh, it, it leans into its weakest aspects in the last half, really, of the movie. And that is where I started to lose interest in it and just kind of found it a little dull. I do still think there is something to get out of this one. And I think mm-hmm. that if you're watching the whole franchise, absolutely end it on this note because sure. this is a really cool one to end it on and very fan servicey done right. Uh, but I think ultimately for me, it is a very light gem. It's really cool to begin with and just doesn't keep yeah. that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That with the momentum and the trajectory it was on, I was thinking this is going to be a masterpiece, right. but unfortunately yeah. I have to yeah. agree. Um, uh, all in all though, let's get back to it. Solid franchise. Let's talk about yeah. it too. Um, I'm going to straight up say from top to bottom, this is again my favorite horror franchise. Uh, I think that it's not just a consistent one, but it's a good one. So I'm going to give my ratings uh, for how I'm going to rate these movies uh, from top to bottom, um, and and maybe a little more there. But for me, it's going to have to be starting off with the original. The original is top ten for me all time. It's just and it's very different than the. Than the the installments that come after. There's not another movie in the franchise like it, no, actually. It's the only one. Dream Warriors is the closest. Um, After that, it's going to be Dream Warriors. Both are Wes Craven movies, because, uh, of course, Wes Craven didn't direct all it, these movies. I can double-check that. I Maybe Double-check it. I I hope it is. Maybe it's not. I, I think he is involved in some capacity. Okay. Um, I know that he wasn't involved in two, but I, I'm yeah. pretty sure he's involved in some way. So I'm going to go one, and then three, both of which I think are strong, strong uh, gems. Chuck Russell. Chuck he, did, he did write did it. Did he not write it? Yeah, Wes Craven wrote it. He okay, wrote I it. Thought okay. So. okay, so anyway, um, so those are, those are for me, top 100 movies on my all time. And then after that, I'm going to have to go with Freddy's Dead for what it is. Freddy's Dead Amen. is the next one because it's the next one worth watching, I think, and it, because it's so much fun. After that, it's going to be New Nightmare uh, just because it's a very quality one. That is a Wes Craven one. Uh, and we all know Wes Craven. Well, I was going to say he can do no wrong, but he definitely can do wrong. I mean, he, <laughs> he started on the wrong foot. Can. His we, first movie's trash. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so is uh, 
I, mean, I think his last. Oh, his movie. last movie was really Last bad. House on the yeah. Left, and then he he did um, my soul to take, which yeah, is pretty garbage. Dog shit. Yeah. So I, I got one, three, uh, then I got um, uh, six, six. seven, seven, and now I'm gonna go. Four, four yeah. then five, then two. Four being, uh, what's that one called? Uh, does anyone remember even? Uh, it's, it's the dream, most Nightmare the on Elm Street. Nightmare. Nightmare on Elm Street. It is just like, this is the franchise. You got Dream yes. Warriors, then you got Dream Master. Children? Dream Master. Dream Master. Yep. Dream Master. Okay. All right. So let's try this. This is a challenge right here. I got uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and then I got Dream Warriors. Just so number one, them. one, three, three six, six, seven. Freddy's seven. dead. And then I got Wes Craven to do Nightmare. Seven. And then I got Dream Master. Four. And then I got Dream Child. Five. Okay. And then I got Freddy's Revenge. Two. Yep. Okay. There's okay. my there's my order. What do you guys say, Dylan? I don't think mine's too terribly much different, but I do have one big change in the beginning, which is that I think uh, Dream Warriors is my favorite of sure. the franchise. I don't think it is the best one. And I think I think when I made my top 100, actually, the first one is above this. But mm. for my money, if you're looking for a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, yeah. three is it distilled perfectly. Uh, Dream Warriors is a blast. Three then one uh, very, very close by. Like mm-hmm. uh, they're they're excellent, both of them. And then very, very close by. Surprisingly, six. Uh, Freddy's dead. Freddy's dead is a goddamn blast. Uh, I would say for me, maybe four. Four. Because uh, it's got some really good kills in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then seven, then two and then five. Because mm-hmm. uh, two is fucking interesting. It's not good, <laughs> but it's really interesting. Mated. Mine is very close to both of yours. It was going to be identical to Devin's, but, but I flipping I, the last two. But I'm actually going to flip one more. Uh, I'm going to say one, three, uh, six, and then I would say uh, instead of putting um, what was it, uh, new, new nightmare, nightmare after that, I'm actually going to do Dream Master. Yeah, yeah. One, three, six, four, four. <laughs> so this is confusing. Seven, uh-huh. and then. Uh, uh, two and then five. Yeah. All right. We're all pretty much on the same page here. Um, uh, so <laughs> if you want to fucking listen to any of that dog shit we just said, maybe we'll give you an idea of, of how this franchise works. The, the gap between them, though, is not that big. The, see, no, no, that, that's the thing. See, that's the I major think, takeaway. Yeah. I, I want to sit here and tell you right now that I have strong Jim, strong Jim, 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 I, I, Jim. I, I don't think mine becomes stinker until maybe the, the last one. Yeah. yeah. For Same for me. And I, I Two, I still, like... I, I can't give that an objective rating. If, if you the were to tell me, weird, like, hey, let's um, let's all get together, let's watch a marathon of Friday the Thirteenth. I'd say, cool. I'm gonna watch one, two, three, and then I'm gonna nap until Jason X. Yep. Yeah. And then Jason lives though. I'd wake you up for that Jason one. Jason lives tight. I, to really be to, now to be fair, I guess I haven't I haven't seen that. So. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get the idea. Top to bottom, this is this is a strong ass franchise. If you haven't seen any of them, fucking get your I can't friends wait together. To see how many people we piss off with all of this oh, shitting yeah. on. Oh, people shitting hate on, Six, uh, and they're wrong. People hate Six. And, uh, and <laughs> well, we, we've been kind of shitting on some of the other like franchises and stuff, but well, that's fine. We'll uh, yeah, I guess the main thing is that we're shitting on the I other think, franchises. No, we're allowed to now because we just confirmed that this is the best one of them. Exactly. Like, there's nothing that really comes even close to it in quality yeah, like, I, I or consistency. Agree. Like There are franchises with really enjoyable entries. Like I, I love Child's Play, but not all of it. Right? Sure, I love yeah. uh, you know, Halloween, but not all of it. We can like, talk about Evil Dead, but there's not enough of them. Right. Nah, not yeah, really. Of the big hitters of like the ones that you would consider like horror I would say icons, six or you'd more. put on the six Mount or Rushmore. More movies, yeah. Hellraiser is on the... Hellraiser Razor's got one and two, which are really good, and then yeah. I wouldn't even say two is really good. But I like two, a lot. two. Two is a good companion piece. It's interesting. To one. Yeah, motherfuckers, well, it, it's, it's worth at us, dude. Uh, what do we want you to say? We've seen like a fucking Finest. ten thousand horror movies. Yeah. I, I've seen all the movies in every fucking.
fucking franchise probably multiple times. Our opinions are lost. This one is fucking the best, <laughs> and it's never been a fucking question either. But until we had to watch the we last had to one, confirm it. we had to confirm it, and it's confirmed. And yes, we are law. Um, let's get out of here before we do. Let's play a quick game because we got sent one via email because I don't do them anymore because I don't want to. And Paul is our BFF, and he does stuff for us that we don't want to do. So we have a game to play that he sent us. It's our movie mashup game. We have two movies mashed together by a title. I can't believe he still has. I know. We're gonna share what a creative creative boy. We're gonna share one word, um, and uh, I'll read one, and you guys. Some like it hot tub time machine is Devin's classic example. Some like it hot tub time machine would be an example. So here we go. Uh, If I can read, which I can't read. That's all right. We can teach you to read in the time it might take you to get this pulled up. All right, Quickly. so you start with uh, syllables, okay? So you've got like. Do you start with oh, syllables? I have two, Probably I have... alphabet, I would think, right? <laughs> well, I, I'm assuming we've, we're, we're working on. We can't assume anything. Okay, with them, so we got I have a. T- B. I, I opened up two emails from. There's two Paul, two Pauls email, I guess, right now. It's confusing. We got All a right. lot of Pauls. We got a lot of Pauls. Spooky poops, more puzzles. These are a little more abstract because I was having a harder time making some connections. Uh, understandably. Brace, brace yourselves. Some of these oh, are embarrassing. We're, we're on hard bad. mode. I like it. All right. I, am I allowed to answer them while I read or no? No, as I long as you don't look at the answer. Well, yeah, as long not. as you don't look at the answer. Of course. In this film, Ethan Hawke is a true crime novelist who makes his family move into a home where well, some despicable murders took place. He finds a box of films in the attic of the new house, and the clues in those films convince him to drive with a group of college co-eds through the back roads of West Virginia. Uh, Keep going. Sinister wrong turn. There are systematically hunted and gruesomely murdered by a... F- Family of axe-wielding inbred cannibal monsters, Sawtooth, One-Eye, and Bagul. Uh, this could that actually be this could actually be related to the no. one that we watched um, at uh, Doctor Pat's place. Uh, maybe, possibly. Oh, Do you know uh, what was the name uh, of that movie? Just before dawn. It was the nah, name of that that's movie. That's not, not it. it. Yeah. I'm thinking it's Sinister Wrong Turn. Sinister Wrong Turn. <laughs> Sinister Wrong Turn. I, could, uh, I have not seen Wrong Turn in a long time. Or I was thinking maybe Texas Chainsaw, but there's a lot of movies that fit that. Sawtooth, yeah. One Eye, and Bagul. Let's take. Uh, you well, guys, we give up. Yeah. Yeah. A sinister Wrong Turn is Sinister Wrong. Wrong Sinister. <laughs> oh, okay. That's actually better. <laughs> that's than, good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I guess I was on the right track. All right, uh, Manton. All right, here we go. Puzzle number two. Yeah, that, if it's number one, if you said there's embarrassing bad ones, and that's the first he, one. He, he, straight, he straight up says here in parentheses, this one is a stretch. Oh. All right, I'm ready. Stretch me up. This hit ABC drama stars Milo Venti, uh, Ventimiglia, oh. Mandy Moore, Sterling K. Brown, and Karen Gillan, and makes audiences weep on a weekly basis. What? Oh, it's the one where he died from a crockpot. I don't even know what the movie <laughs> oh, or what that thing's oh, called. Yeah. But it's uh, a show? Yeah, you told me about this. Uh, anyway. People lost their shit. Crockpot lost their shit. Yeah. What? Uh, one of Audi- the characters dies from a crockpot lighting oh, his house on fire. When, when, he, when he told me that, I thought it was a joke, but it's in the not. show, it's, it's really serious. Yeah. Uh, audiences bounce back and forth from the past to meet the present. Mandy and Milo portray the parents that meet, fall in love, and through the manipulation of a haunted mirror. Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, Oculus. Oculus. What is the other? Uh, the other one is that that TV show. You know what it is, Dylan. You uh, talked. No, about I know because because uh, I love my boyfriend. Uh, more you, girls. Um, anyway, this they, is us. This is Oculus. Ocu- this is uh, this, this is Oculus. This is Oculus. Okay. Yeah. Keep All right, going. I like yeah. that. Okay. Uh, they suffer through the consequences of a faulty crockpot. There you go. <laughs> Carnage ensues. Years later, their children acquire the haunted mirror and attempt to destroy it through a series of clever traps and tests in an effort to justify their parents' innocence and to explain their sense of abandonment. I'm going to say that the uh, 
like the the synopsis he just gave us there is basically Haunting of Hill House yeah. like with a crockpot. It's not that far off. This is Oculus. Uh, this is Oculus. Yep, there All you right. go. Uh, now we got the next one. Okay. Pu- All right. Puzzle 3 here. All right. Uh, puzzle 3. Robert Rodriguez and George Romero collaborated on this genre building bending, excuse me, cult movie that takes place in a mall called the Titty Twister. The Gecko Brothers, a duo notorious for looting and killing, kidnap the crew of a Pittsburgh news station and their helicopter in the midst of a widespread panic. They hole up in a shopping mall and must fend off hordes of zombie vampires. It's um, it's uh, not both the movies, but it's, 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 the, the robot shopping. No, 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 no. It's um, it's from until dust, from, from dust, dust till dawn. dawn of the dead. Oh yeah, from dust till dawn of the dead. Duh. Yeah, Put from dust till dawn of the dead. We need to review that. We've never done Dust Till Dawn. From Dust Till Dawn of the yeah. Dead? We no. haven't done Dawn of the Dead either, the original. The original The nope. original's great. And it's long. When did you guys see it's it last? It's long. To be, now, to be fair, I haven't seen it since not in a while. Uh, probably like 10 it is years. A, it is a good movie. Yeah. yeah. 1977? No, 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 no. It, it has its moments, but I, I feel like every time that I tried to watch it since then, I get really it's bored. George best movie. Yeah, then again, I could get surprised because the Dawn of the Dead remake is fucking great, and I didn't remember that. I like Day of the Dead. I haven't seen. I've never seen just. Uh, I've never seen until dawn. That's a until dawn is a video game. Yeah. I've never seen <laughs> from dusk till dawn. Yes, really. Oh, okay, it's pretty good. It's good. Yeah, I've never seen from dusk till like dawn. Yeah. We should do it at some point. Yeah, I'm not a huge Robert Rodriguez guy. It might not change your mind. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, don't you guys out there? All right. <laughs> no. Your your famous catchphrase. You know what I'm saying. Hey, yeah. Devin. You always said you know what I'm saying. Um, actually, you know what I'm saying is we gotta. Tell you what we're going to be listening or watching this yeah, week. What do we got? We, we got, got our, our Patreon episode. Our Patreon next. episode. Um, we got the ones you guys are making us watch. Sure, you so, repugnant bastards chose them for us. Absolutely. If you want to follow along and watch these movies with us, uh, you might have a better idea what we're talking about next week. Even though we still do spoiler free. Um, this is going to be World's End, which is, of course, by um, Last of the Cornetto trilogy. Uh, yeah, Edgar Wright with uh, Simon mm-hmm. Pegg and mm-hmm. Nick Frost, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Images from 1972. I don't know much about. I know nothing about nope, that. Nothing. And this one, I'm not looking forward to, especially seeing the <laughs> runtime versus <laughs> the budget. We got an hour, 50 minute runtime and a two thousand dollar budget. God damn. Terror Tunes from 2002. Oh, what a great year for horror. Let's do this. Oh yeah, we all know 2002 <laughs> was an epic year for fucking the genre. Spoiler alert: Four Stinkers. Uh, oh, Four Stinkers. Uh, World's End is great. Uh, what's the fourth stinker? I meant, oh, I meant, gotcha. Four people. Yes, we giving are probably it. all going to give those stinkers. We will absolutely. In fact, can we, if I could do the math, hey, maybe right we'll now, get surprised though. Could be a Christmas Evil. I don't, yeah. Okay. Two thousand. You know what? Fair enough. Two thousand dollars. So we're talking. I would two bet thousand four thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. Yes. Can I also I just point out two thousand dollars? The the idea that oh, like no. so we're looking at about two dollars a minute. When, when oh, I no. when I when I heard terror tunes, you know I. That conjures an image of like um, puppet master. Well, or or something like like Roger Rabbit, where it's like uh, cartoons in real life. Sure, and that's a lot of money. That costs a lot of money. Yeah. two thousand dollars. All right, guys, it's gonna second. be like puppets, like I bad grumble. puppets. Can an hour and uh, an hour and fifty minutes math, math wise is one hundred and ten. So, I'm gonna ask Google. How many dollars per minute here? This is a movie what is that two thousand divided by one hundred and ten. <laughs> So it's approximately eighteen dollars a minute. <laughs> hey, we, we can afford to make a movie. <laughs> that's not I guess. bad, actually. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, for me, that's pretty expensive. Well, but, yeah, but that, hey, we can do it. This movie's worth eighteen dollars a minute. But oh, great. I, it's I, be awesome. for our time, it's gonna. You better pay it eighteen dollars a minute. Fucking worthless. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not trying to watch this movie for less than twenty dollars a minute. <laughs> All right, uh, you got the movies now. I, I don't know why you would want to watch Terror Tune with us, but if you, you want can to, pick. We can't. Yeah, we have to watch it. But anyway, on behalf of the whole crew. 
Uh, we'll see you next week with Bluster in tow with us, hopefully. Be oh, better. Uh, thanks for listening and stay spooky. Ooh. It's me, Freddy. Ah, uh, yes, the famous Freddy Are from the Freddy movies. Are, Are you ready, ready for me, Freddy? <laughs>